When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. afternoon and if you're just tuning in you are watching the thing at the foot of the bed with your host myself Laura Lee Potvin and David Hansel. Uh, you're listening to United Public Radio Network also known as UFO Paranormal Radio Network but we're just going to call it UPRN and you're also listening on 105.3 out of New Orleans Louisiana. I want to remind you, we are now UPRN, so UP is in paranormal, RN is in Nancy, on Roku, on our own channel. You can watch there and comment. We'd love to have you join us there. Also, a little bit about myself, and then I'm going to let Dave introduce himself. Um, I'm a clairvoyant medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Kashuk Records practitioner, spiritual teacher, and mentor. Just before I introduce Dave, though, I want to say thank you to you guys. Our second show, we did really well with Podbean. So keep sharing, keep uh, the whole network, actually, because there's a whole bunch of new hosts. We had a staff meeting last weekend, a lot of new people. There's something for everybody. So I want to let you know that. I think that's everything. So go ahead, Dave. Well, I'm Dave, David Hazel. I am a spiritual medium. Um, I do a lot of things that Laura Lee does, uh, but that's not my concentration of expertise. Um, I'm, they call me spiritual medium because when I connect, I connect to all beings on the other side, uh, not just loved ones, not just pets, not just animals, guides, and angels. There's a whole host of a billion other uh, entities to speak to. So that's what I do. Did so you have anything you, interesting? Yeah, go ahead. What have you been up oh. to? Like, let's, let's talk about this. Okay. Well, we had a couple of things I was telling Laura Lee about earlier. One was quite fascinating for me because um, somebody had asked me, I made a TikTok. Somebody had asked about having to come back here, which is a whole other subject we can talk about. And it, I mean, we can, and you don't have to, but there's not many who don't. Um when I did that, I had been, I was talking about, you know, reasons why they would want to come back here. And my guys popped in and they said the next 10 years, the next 10 years. And I was like, oh, okay. The next 10 years are going to be really cool. And they started talking to me about it. They had given me a little about something in the next 10 years, but it came more clear the following day when all of a sudden all these uh, other people were talking about the next 10 years here. And it was the same thing they told me. And that is this next 10 years starts the alien visitation. I mean, actual contact is so what like is disclosure, like real disclosure yeah. and contact between yeah. human beings and ET. Yeah. Big time disclosure. I mean, it's been happening like through CE5. Anybody who knows anything about Dr. Mm -hmm. Stephen Greer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, people have been doing it for years, but now it's becoming more mainstream. And now it, it seems that the we'll call it the first race uh, wants to start making contact. We're getting ready to that. They can't make full contact until we shift over to the fourth dimension, 
which we're really close. I mean, people don't realize how close we are. We just need to keep getting there. What are your thoughts on that, Laura Lee? Well, when you mentioned Dr. Stephen Greer, I have a good friend. I haven't had him on my show. I always forget to mention that too. I'm the Angel Rock here on the network on Monday nights, my own show, 6 to 8 p.m. And uh, one of the guests I had on quite frequently, the first year I was on here, I'm going on my fourth year here in July, uh, Dan Willis. He worked with Dr. Stephen Greer. Now, this was supposed to be a, hey, Elizabeth, welcome. To, uh, welcome. We're glad to see you here. Um, he was, this was supposed to be the day of all days. This was supposed to be disclosure. So they all testified under oath. There was 20 plus of them, scientists, yep. people within the military and Dr. Stephen Greer. And they all testified and they came with what the kids are calling it nowadays, the receipts. And um, what they did was they testified to the existence of 56 different types of extraterrestrials and uh, all the major networks were there. They were willing to go to Congress with this. And uh, this was May the, May the 6th, I believe, 2002. And what happened was at the end of these major broadcasts on the news that night, it was like 15 seconds at the end of, of the newscaster giggling and going, tee hee 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 hee. Some people believe ETs exist. Now, uh, Dan always told this story, but he had never brought the receipts. So recently he has put out an hour long documentary called why the secret uh, space program will remain secret. And he brought, he put actual footage from that, that whole day of testimony. Like there were generals and admirals from the military. There were scientists, there were all kinds of things. So anyways, I wanted to add that in there. So we've been trying to get this out there. It is getting slowly uncloaked. So what else yeah, can they tell us? The next 10 years, Dave, that you feel. And hi, Carrie. We've got Carrie. Hi, Martin. Carrie. Mm -hmm. Well, besides that, for anybody out there who is a fan of Ra or uh, the Law of One, that's also being put in place. But that has been really strongly since I believe it was 2012, because um, I know when people were saying that the world was supposed to end and all this other stuff. And then some people said, no, they just stopped making the calendar or they ran out of numbers. <laughs> um, basically it was to, I, I feel it was the earmark to start something new. It's like a new okay. cycle. And that's what it started was 2012. And that's the whole um, service to self and service to others thing that was channeled or talked about quite a bit. Um, and that, isn't coming necessarily from the other side. I think people get confused thinking oh, there is a spirit world, of course, but mm -hmm. there are um, ETs, I suppose, you, if, however you want to refer to them, that are in the fourth and the fifth dimension. They can go back and forth. So they can take on a physical appearance when they have to in the physical world in real time, yet they're still part of the spirit world or that... Uh, light dimension mm -hmm. so carrie says 2002 what uh is a big year also my first daughter was born on 12 21 2001 she's turned out to be very special and unique That's yeah so I'm, cool. I, I was gonna say carrie probably there's i'm sure there's a lot of children that were purposely born that year for this purpose i don't think that people understand and and 
I by no by no means am I'm a scientist, and you know I'm not like Dr. Stephen Greer, and nobody's going to believe anything this weird long-haired medium says sometimes. But it's okay. But there's going to be they are coming in. I've known that for a long time. I've known that since I was a kid. I've known that they were always here, and they were always they were always trying to communicate with us and everything bad that happened in the last couple of years had to happen. And the reason it had to happen, it feels like was to bring us to bring all kinds of this hatred and really low negative vibration type of thing out, you know, um, once that's done, it's, it will be a lot, people will be a lot more open to communicate because if, Hey, if I was an ET observing earth and I had never reincarnated on here before or seen it before, I would think how freaking scary it is. It's like the same people to them who are just people, they don't, we're not known as races here. We're just human, the human race here. So for them to see people who hurt people and, hold stuff back from people and don't barbaric. care about people. And it's, yeah, to them, it's very barbaric. It's, it's like ETs are like, what do you mean you let people starve? You know, what do you mean you have to make more money and that's more important than feeding them? What does that mean? <laughs> you know, that's how they seem to be. That's how they seem to be to me. So we've got Alexis Amor. She says, Carrie Marquardt. Hi, Angel. I'm very sorry to bother you. You're not bothering us. Oh, well, I can see why. No, you're not allowed to be here and do that. Sorry, I was hoping it was going to be a good comment. No, it's not. I read it. You can see that a mile away. Um, yeah. Yeah, People... you're welcome to stay if you want to communicate and, and join in the conversation. But um, you got me there when you were saying hi to Carrie. Got to keep be more cognizant of that. Sorry about that, guys. So I say hi to yeah. Jane from South Louisiana. Welcome. And Jane, hi, Jane. I shared your wonderful comment because she shared our show um, and said, this is an awesome show. So thank you. Really appreciate oh, Carrie. Thank you. Awesome. Right. Thank you. What's that? What, Audrey? Oh, no, I said, thank you. I saw that. That was very nice. Yes, that was she very nice. That. So, yeah, so, and that, from Wisconsin. Are you from I'll Wisconsin? You, Carrie. I'm in Canada, but I am about 35, 40 minutes away from the Minnesota border. So when you go to Duluth, Minnesota, I, I don't, I'm not saying you're in Superior, but I, you just drive over the bridge three minutes and you're in Superior. Yeah. <laughs> so you have lots of friends I, in the States. And, and I'm from and I'm from Wisconsin. I was born and raised in Wisconsin. I forgot about that. Yeah, you've talked about that on here before. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. I was, yeah. I was born in New Berlin, New Berlin, or right outside of Waukesha and Genesee. And then grew up, you know, lived in Milwaukee most of the time. Oh, so Carrie's close to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Christina's here. Welcome, Christina. She says she's in Michigan, lower part. So yes, if you're listening, you want to join in the chat. I'm trying to cut down on the intro here so it's not too long. Is um, Please go over to Facebook and the YouTube channel, both under the same name, UFO Paranormal Radio Network. We'll be able to see your comments and questions. And we want, we always love making you part of the show. Elizabeth says, my favorite state, Wisconsin. Don't we, Dave? We love having people ask questions and comment. Yeah, ask all you want. And I'm going to add something just for fun. And this is what I get. And we'll see if Laura Lee picks up the same thing. When people talk about, um, like, when they're starting to communicate, 
um, it, it's it's going to start out small, um, like small rural areas and stuff like that, and not like big cities, which they have been anyway. But I mean, the actual contact, contact. But some of the states or some of the areas that I've gotten, like in, in our neck of the woods anyway, Wisconsin was one of them. Wisconsin was one of them. Um, the woods up in New York um, are the woods up there, I believe. Arizona, but it was like a small, Arizona and Colorado, and what's the one, Oregon, is that the one by California, Oregon, I'm terrible, I'm a terrible map I believe person. it is, I believe it is, you got to remember, I'm in Canada, and I yeah, usually I know. know quite a bit about the uh, geography of the states, I do, sometimes I got to look something up, but yeah, well, what I, I want to add to that, I'm not oh, much, go ahead, Dave, but... sorry. No, I was going to say, I don't know much about the geography of the United States. I am awful with that. I, I barely know where I am right now. I have a friend, though, that is um, one of the people that, well, she actually has trademarked the the um, Shadow Man or Hat, Hat Man. Shadow, I think it's Shadow Man Hat Guy or so, something to that effect. And I'm sorry, Heidi. Anyways, I was talking to her privately once, and I know she won't mind me saying this, but she had mentioned how she was always amazed that we in Canada sort of seemed to know where a lot of the states were. And she sort of said, she didn't say that, but she said a lot of people around her, like the same thing, right? Like what, what state is what state? But then we got talking about the education and different things like that. And I'm not being judgmental or that we're any better than anybody else. But I, I think that's a thing, right? Like if you take it in school and if it's your thing, then yeah, maybe you know where it is. But I know she had mentioned that she was always, always surprised about that. And I'm not an expert. Now, Vidal, we're going to be on his show tonight, by the way, guys, I'm going to throw this in here. It's a delicious recipe starting at 8 p.m. Um, Eastern tonight here on UPRN. David and I are going to be Vidal's guests. So we're going to be talking about the show and whatever else um, comes up. But I was going to say the Dell knows the United States like the back of his hand because they're concert guys when they were younger. They went to every concert. Every concert. <laughs> yeah, and if, you're, and if you're from Wisconsin, Wisconsin really is, it's like, what is it, like the state of, um, oh gosh, oh, city of festivals is what they call it. Mm -hmm. Because like in Milwaukee, every, in the summer, every weekend is a new ethnic festival. It's kind of fun. But uh, I think- Okay. I was going to say the outs. I was trying to think. I was I was asking to be shown like some of the areas I was seeing. A lot of it is on the outline of the United States, and very few in inwards. Is it? So I you're talking EP? Yeah. So I'm and and I can only um. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can only guess or assume, and it's because of the water. Because I have I believe, another one. Yeah, I have do you another, have another one? Yeah, yeah. Because I, for me, I sometimes I think it's because of the water. Because I, I, I am a believer. Kind of, I'm getting really close to there. I've got to see a bit more proof before I believe in it. But that there, there is things going on in the water, and that's really one of the reasons why we're not discovering everything <laughs> in the ocean. I think, I think people are being held back from discovering stuff in the ocean uh, because they. Okay, know so I'm gonna throw some. Okay, I'm gonna throw some stuff mm -hmm. in here. So you Perfect. asked me what I was picking up on. I agree with you, and I almost said salt water, and then I realized no water. But I also believe now, for whatever reason, 
that wherever there seems to be a lot of nature type places, like not so much metropolis, but with a lot of tree cover. The reason why I'm mentioning it, where I live, it's called Thunder Bay and it's in Northwestern Ontario. It's right on the shore of Lake Superior. I always say that it almost looks like a wolf head Lake Superior, one of the biggest yeah. great freshwater lakes. We have five between the United States and Canada. And we're almost like if you had two eyes from a side profile, that's where we're located, okay? I don't know what it is about my city, but you have to come through it. It's not that big. There's about 100,000 people. So if you're going from the west to the east, east to the west, or you want to go to southern Ontario and not through my city, we have so much activity, whether it is UFO, whether it is paranormal. I have had the strangest things people contact me about, just insane, and have seen all kinds. Michelle DeRoche, who has her show on Wednesday and Thursday nights here with her co-host, Amelia, uh, she's been through Thunder Bay, and she just said, yeah, some of the activity you guys have, are cra it's crazy. Now, is it because we're on a body of water, like you said, Dave, we've got quite a bit of nature around. Like We have a city, but there's a lot of trees and and places and i have a period of missing time i blinked my yeah. eyes i lived here my whole city i know i told you about this dave but i Go blinked ahead. my eyes and i was i showed up um it was about an hour and a half later i was opening my eyes my cell phone was ringing and i was about 40 miles from where i started my car was in the opposite direction and it was the dell calling me going where are you you were supposed to just go to the store and I hadn't slept well a couple nights before. So he was worried, like, did you get in an accident or something? And I had to say to him, I was even surprised I had cell service. I said, I don't know. And I could hear him yelling, what do you mean? I, you don't know. I said, I gotta hang up. I gotta see if I can get enough of a signal to get GPS. And I've never found out what happened. And my experience is not unique from what I understand from speaking to other people around this area. So, Let's let's hear what's going on in the comments here. We've got a few comments. So we've got Janie yeah. saying, too cool well, being on the delicious recipe. She said, I should be there. Laura Lee, David, and the Dell. Love fest. I know about uh, where you are, she said, Carrie. Awesome. Um, she thinks it's the water and nature. So sorry, Dave, you were going to add stuff. Yeah. Um, there's another thing. And this, I have to say, well, it would be a conspiracy theory, which normally I don't like to talk about consp conspiracy theories, but I think this is has a lot to it. Um, another this way to tell that it's getting closer is because a lot of the movies that have come out throughout the years about ETs and UFOs literally were supposed to come out that year. And it's, and it's almost like just to see what reactions human beings had to things. And we've already learned that um, if it's something about evil, human beings tend to like it. I don't know why human beings gravitate towards the bad all the time. And I think that's why it's taking so long. They're like, well, they're not ready yet. They keep going there. They keep going there. We don't know why. And I think that's what they're waiting for. Right now, there are more spiritual people in this world. I mean, because people are every day going, okay, there's something different about this world. There's something going on. Time's changing. The years are sliding by. I mean, there it's like, it's like COVID was literally yesterday. It doesn't seem like it was, you know, when it was, it doesn't feel like it was far away. Everything was just kind of sliding in. So I think that we have been um, watched as far as that. And 
I noticed now the more programs that are coming out now about UFO stuff are usually more positive. And the positive ones are getting a lot of views. And that's how we kind of figured out, okay, people are changing. But until that happens, there's no other species that's just going to fly down there and say, hey, you guys, because it would just end up badly. You know, really well, I do was. want to say hi to Tamara. And Tamara, you had a good point. I had it up there. And then the comments went flying by, which we love, by the way. Um, so you had said, until we make a shift, you were talking about not being, yeah. it's basically service to self versus moving more towards service to others, right? And then she added, no, I think, yeah. Exactly. We want to be, they want more people to be of service to other than they do of service yes. to self. Yeah. If I said that backwards, I'm sorry, but that's what I did mean. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. she says, I, I think it's the Canadian Shield, which is a rock formation, which adds to paranormal energies. Ooh. It's a thought. Yeah. I do know where we're here and where I live. Because there's a, like we have a camp, some people would call it a cottage, and it's it's like going to a different dimension. I swear to God to you, the minute you turn down just past the public beach, and I'm getting goosebumps, not cold, but just that's my sign for truth. As soon as you pass down that road, there's about five camps. We don't even really have an internet signal on our side of the lake. It is like going to a different energy dimension, I swear to you. It is literally like paradise, but you can feel it. You can see it. I've seen um, the doll's dad has passed away many years ago, and I knew his dad. And um, as a little, because I've known Dell ever since he's been born. Really strange. We're like the second ideation of two mergers of a family, if you will. So we have the same aunt and uncle, but not through blood. And so I knew his mom and dad and his grandparents I knew his mom was in university getting her nursing degree when I was strange coincidence well I don't believe in coincidences but anyways um I was there when many times I've seen his dad there and I don't always see a full body form but I could tell you what he was wearing I could tell you everything seeing him and it's just like the energy is so different there yeah, Carrie, there would be, and I'm sure Dave could concur. There are a lot of places like that in northern Wisconsin. Absolutely. Yeah, and the further away. I mean, we we Wisconsin has like the Brer Road Beast, which a lot of people don't talk about. Have you heard about the Brer about Road the Beast? Brer Road Beast. There's a I have in Wisconsin. About that. I don't know about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, in Wisconsin, there is a wolfman that's been sighted, and he's known as the Brer Road Be uh, Beast. And the, the sheriff, the sheriff there, they literally have a silver bullet that they've always kept, um, which is funny. I mean, they've never used it. I don't know exactly why um, they keep it, but there was a lot of there's a lot of stuff about dogmen. And there's some places in I mean, I think there's some places in Wisconsin that can literally drive people crazy um, because I think there was. I mean, we have um, Hunchyville. I don't know if anybody's ever heard about Hunchyville. I've heard about it, yeah. Yeah, Hunchyville, Wisconsin. And the Witch's House, which I feel so terrible about that um, in Milwaukee. Uh, they have called the Witch's House. And it's basically just an old house with a lot of statues. But, you know, one person said one thing about it. The next thing you know it, their stories went. The next thing you know it, the husband and son died on a boat in the lake and she waits every day for it and puts cheese in the statues to feed the spirit. I don't know, all kinds of stuff. But I think um, 
the Bear Road Beast, I think, has a lot behind it. There's a lot of research you can do like that. I don't know of Bigfoot stuff, but I am sure there has got to be some sort of Yeti or Bigfoot in Wisconsin because there is a lot of forest. In We've Wisconsin. got tons, tons. Yeah. And there's a filmmaker. Uh, he's He was he has been on the Angel Rock before, Dee McCauley. He's also been a paranormal survivor like we have, uh, Del and I, but um, I didn't realize they put, they spelled his name wrong and put the wrong city down. <laughs> but anyways, he's a filmmaker. He's got Thunderstriker films on YouTube and he is Métis like Del is. So First Nations and another nationality is makes up Métis. And, but he subscribes to a lot of the First Nations um beliefs and cultures not all of them but some of them so that his films are more geared towards that population but it's very interesting to speak to first nations people because they were the first nation that was here before all of us so they have a lot of beliefs and a lot of knowledge and a lot of it i think based on nature and spirit but we want to say hi to michelle lebaron uh for one two for the dog man i wanted to add something dave you said about the silver bullet now, I've never heard of the silver bullet working on dogmen, but if they believed it was a werewolf, right, that's supposed to be the legend and lore that you can kill it with a silver bullet. Yeah, that you can kill it with a silver bullet. Yeah. And well, on top see, of that, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't know why they had somebody had it made. And I think it was one of the, I, if I, if somebody knows the story and I'm telling it wrong, please correct me. I don't mind. Um, from what some of the stuff I looked up, there were so many sightings that I, I guess maybe somebody was nervous in the police department and literally just had that bullet made up just in case everybody in was case. right and he was wrong. Which I have to say, yeah, smart man. I mean, big deal. If 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 there isn't if there isn't anything running around there, fine. Never use the bullet. But if there was, and that's something that would work, you know perfect i don't understand why silver would work on that but i guess there's something with silver and the supernatural and something there is yeah and the legend and the lore that silver will work on some basically very hard to remove we'll say beings um that i've heard that about shapeshifters uh werewolves now the thing with dogmen which i find very fascinating we may just do a whole show one time about them but (laughs) The reason why, if you go back through history and you really do a lot of research, there is information about a race that apparently lived on the earth that had the head of a dog, stood up on two feet. I believe they had a tail. They didn't speak like language like we do, but there was apparently a race of dog looking people. Have you heard that before, Dave? Well, yeah, there's literally pictures on the pyramids in Egypt of people with dog faces. So, I mean, it goes back real far. It goes back real far. I mean, I don't know how are they hairy and, you know, walk upright or what. I don't, I personally never saw one. Um, I, and and I can't, and I'm not going to say that I don't believe in it because there's a lot of stuff that we could say that and then it shows up. So I always keep an open mind. I mean, the, the gorilla, it was like people didn't know gorillas existed forever. And then all of a sudden, what was it like 75 years ago? Or somebody said, oh, my God, what's that? It's, a, you know, that had to be pretty freaky to somebody, you know, to see that that never saw it before. So if all we know, Bigfoot, Mothman, all those guys are, are people who are beings who actually have always been here. And 
people might just be seeing them now and taking it the wrong way. Well, there's little, there's the little people, a lot of First Nations people talk about that. Never mind yeah. just Bigfoot. There's the Thunderbird. There's all yeah. kinds. Now, again, that's another topic though. Tulpas, right? Like everything's energy, oh, yeah. right? And if you get a collective belief of thought and people speaking about it, talking about it, whatever, right? That's all energy. And mm -hmm. because the one I keep thinking about is Thin Man. That was on a creepy past on 4chan years ago creepy and it was thin man now there's movies about thin man people take pictures they claim it's thin man people are saying there's thin man so everything every time we think of something we are so powerful as manifestors i know we've talked about that too dave enough people yeah. do that we can create it just with a collection of the energy and building and building right yeah, exactly. And, and for those of you who don't know uh, out there what a talpa is, to break it down in the easiest way possible, it's like, let's say me, I could I could create a talpa myself. I mean, anybody mm -hmm. could, but it's yeah. a lot easier with a collective. But say I always thought about, um, say in my mind, I have a character of like maybe like uh, a little a little five foot man who wears a suit and runs around buildings all the time in and out of buildings if i always thought about that and i always did that at some point if it was strong enough and everything somebody might go dave just the other day i saw this little man is about five foot tall running in and out of a building i'd be like i know who that man is i because have one for you they got created and it was so strong it became physical but uh what like laura lee said which makes it even easier is um when a whole lot of people believe in something, it really puts it here. It puts it here to stay, not just for like 10 minutes or a day or a while. Like it's actually here. Go ahead. Gloria. Okay, so I have one for you. I just thought of that, that, that I'm surprised that we don't, or maybe we haven't manifested it yet. What about Hi, Derek. Like, Hi, Derek. What about, and everybody has to run. Thanks for popping in. Feel free. There's always a replay. So you can check out the rest that you've missed. Um, so what about Superman? Batman? Wonder Woman? Oh, Why have we manifested them? I wonder why. Because actually, I think they already exist. And I think they exist as, if they're, if they're right, I don't know this information firsthand, but the biggest thing that I've heard is that the first race were the Pleiadians. Who are Absolutely. going to make contact? And the Pleiadians look a lot like us. Only, I guess, uh, so Superman's a lot, coming. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot more beautiful. I guess I don't know. I've never saw a Pleiadian, nor do I know, um, or do I have a study on it. But that's what they say. But if that's yeah. true, what they say about Pleiadians, they Pleiadian. If another race were to come here, they might have different powers that we don't have because they're coming from someplace else. So they might be able to look dimensionally past something. They might be able to walk through a wall because they've figured out how to break their body back apart into molecules for that moment. Superman is E.T. That's his legend. Yeah. He's E.T., right? E so. Yeah, and he basically is an E.T. because he wasn't mm -hmm. born. He wasn't born no. on, on Earth. He was born on a planet and came here. Mm -hmm. So. So who knows? I mean, it's all really quite interesting. And I guess all of us will know all this information at some point, but it's mm -hmm. good to keep an open mind and wonder about it because, hey, in our lifetime, we might be confronting these kinds of beings. And It just to came to mind that. as we were talking about it. And I went, yeah, I wonder why we haven't manifested Superman or like 
that man. But you know what? We don't know everything that goes on in the world or what's going on. So who knows? Maybe there is something like that that we just don't know about. It it hasn't arrived here. And all kinds of things can happen. Like our show is called The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. Now, there's a story behind it, which I'm not going to tell right now. But like little kids who always see stuff in their room and swear up and down there's something in the room. And their parents come in the room and there's nothing there. That child may be creating a talpa at the end of their bed. We don't know. And it could be a talpa or it could be a real spirit. I, I, I know that a talpa, an actual talpa, would not really have a, I don't want to say it doesn't have a soul behind it, but it doesn't have, it's part of a collective consciousness. It's not a single consciousness. So I think it probably doesn't have that much self-awareness. But anything outside of a tapa would have self-awareness. Now, I don't believe like Bigfoot's a tapa. I believe Bigfoot's actually here. It's from someplace else. Um, the Loch Ness Monster. I, I still have the belief in that one. I still do. I, I still I know that too. there's stuff out there. Yeah. I have it. He's still not a the lot only one. There's it. one in Norway. There's yeah. one at lake champlain yeah champ Champ. yeah they call him champ yeah i mean they're all over the place and we've Mm -hmm. seen and like like i said at the beginning of the program i mean we haven't even been into the oceans and really discovered much of them so we don't even know everybody's worried about what's out there where it's like half the ets that are that are here visiting are aren't just coming from out there from another star they're coming in interdimensionally too they're coming in through dimensions so they're just coming in here they're not coming from someplace else so stuff in the ocean too could be there okay so i want to ask you this if you've seen this before because i'm still on the fence about this not saying it's not possible because i seen a clip recently of a pet store cloning rats. I watched it five times, actually 10 times, I think. Janie, I think you've seen, I think I sent it to you. And it's in a pet store and he's talking about the alpha rat and the alpha rat. There's a reason why I'm telling this story because I'm going to, I wrote it down so I remember. Um, and he says that, you know, anything that's a simple organism, well, that's not really a simple organism. But anyways, he says we, we can chip it and we can clone it. I love rats too. I know Carrie. I love them. So what it is, is there's a customer in the store and this gentleman working at a pet store. You don't get the name of it. And so he takes the rat and he goes, now watch this. And he puts the rat in the box and it's like a little stand with, it looks like it's about this tall and it's black and almost looks like a standing lamp, if you were, but nothing comes out of it. He just pushes the button and you hear this loud buzzing for about 30 seconds. He opens the box there's three rats. And then he says, this is the alpha. We never use the alpha. We use only the split offs. I think we might've talked about this on one of our shows. You just use the split offs because it's more humane. Well, to me, it's not more humane, right? Because some pe- some animals do eat these type of things if you have that as a pet, like a snake yeah. or something. But it's not more humane to me because if it's moving, breathing, and it looks at an exact copy of it, more than likely, it can feel and everything else well the guy just about falls over he goes well watch this he goes we never use the alpha though we keep the alpha rat meaning the one that's chipped he puts it back in the box runs it for a little bit it's either a little longer a little shorter there's nine little baby rats in the in the box and then he says to the customer who's just about falling over when he sees this before his eyes and it wasn't a reenactment like this was a clip like i don't know if it was from a security camera or what and he said um 
Well, we can we find we can only use the alpha about 18 times. Otherwise, and you can see him searching for a word and I'm yelling at the screen, things go wonky. Yeah. And he goes, things go wonky. And I was like, holy cow. So the reason I mention this is I don't know if you guys have seen these clips because we're going to play clip in a few minutes here. I'd love to hear people's thoughts on this. But um, it's in China. This is a woman wearing a lab coat. It was on TikTok, actually, when I first saw it, Dave. And, she, and it says in English, so cute. And she's holding this baby dinosaur. It is not a pup. It is not a puppet. And it's moving and, you know, whatever. And oh, then it, that, it, have you seen it? That one's been debunked. Has it been debunked? Is it a pup? It that, has. That's what I want to know. It was, okay. it was really good, though. It was really I've seen good. Another one too. Now that there's another. Now, okay, there's one that I might we might not be thinking of. One of them was debunked. One of them nobody said anything about yet. And it's, so, okay. The one I'm talking about is the one that came out about a year and a half ago. Because there is a second one, and you can pretty well tell it's not real because the animal's okay. kind of moving back and forth like this as the kid's yeah. petting it. The other one I'm talking about, if that, it clips over to an African American man that says, "Well, I won't say the word on air," but he basically says. His face is hilarious. He just goes, Biatch, is that a dinosaur you're holding? <laughs> and I can't tell. The second clip that I've seen that's more recent, yeah, I would call fake on that one. Definitely. Yeah. I know. But that it's they a potentiality, have... right? You just need a yeah, little bit of DNA. I, yeah. It, well, I, there's a lot more that would go into it, though. But I suppose if aliens have tweaked us, you know, Dave, there's not that much that was into cloning. I've been looking into it with yeah. the medical factor. And but I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm sure that the government or any government or some government has, to, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we just don't know about that they've been doing already. You know, I'm sure there is. Um, well, what did but, I, I had to watch that thing with in the pet store yeah. 10 times because I kept going, this has to be photoshopped. This has, there has to be something not right about I, this. Maybe I never saw, I never saw the clip, but I would not doubt if somebody was I'll doing something like that. I'll send yeah, it to I you. I would, I wouldn't doubt. Like I said, I always have to keep an open mind um, about things because like I said, there's some stuff that I, I knew about when I was a child and it was like, when I would say it, they'd be like, what? No, that's not ever going to happen. That's just crazy, whatever. And, you know, here we are, we're like 10 years past that already. I'm like, well, I already knew it. And why is everybody accepting it? But they wouldn't accept it back then, you know? So I always keep an open mind. I, I do, however, think that if anything got out to everybody, whether it was real or not, they're going to try to debunk it for show Absolutely. anyway. You Absolutely. know, I would say. Well, the reason why so, I mentioned about DNA, okay, because with my son with autism, the doctor we had was constantly having him go for DNA testing and whatever else, right? But the other part is looking into, I, I guys, I'm going to admit it, I'm a true crime fan. It always freaks the Dell out. Why are you watching this stuff? And it's like, I don't want to know how to hurt anybody. I've never hurt anybody in my life. But I'm yeah. truly trying to understand from a psychological perspective what is going on with some people's brains that do really awful things. I don't spend all my time on it. But my point of mentioning it is DNA has come so far that they are actually using intergenerational DNA from 
23andMe places like that to be able to catch and solve cold cases and things like that. They used to just need the end of a hair. They couldn't get DNA off a hair. You would not believe what they can do. It is moving at the speed of sound practically with that type of science. I know. It kind of makes you wonder about people who send in their DNA for that 23andMe stuff to find out who. I'm like, I don't want anybody to have my DNA. But then again, I don't believe that mm -hmm. I'm that important that it would make a difference. Um, but I. Oh, hi, Ward. We've got Ward. Carrie mentioned her daughter has borderline personality disorder. Bless you. Okay. Because she said, I feel for you. Thank you. And Ward says, I have autism diagnosed when I was five. Well, welcome, Ward. And thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate yeah, thanks, that. Ward. Shall we play our clip that I uploaded yes. that we've never done before in the show? Because we want to know, what do you guys think of this? Because I sent it to Dave, because we were looking up things like angels caught on camera that we might get to, the, uh, the Mandela effect, some strange stuff, and just unusual things this week. Now, when I seen this clip, like Dave and I were going, I don't know. I, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Anything can be faked, right? But look what we were talking about. Okay, let me find it here. No, yeah, but I like... I like this clip though because I saw some similar ones to this, but this is a good one. You actually. did. That's what you said. Okay, so we're going to be muted for a sec. It's going to take a minute to play, okay. guys. It's not that long. It's 23 seconds, and then we'll be right back. Hang on. And we're back. I wish I could have saw it. I wish I wish a little bit more of it played just to see it go within the bushes. I did too. I was thinking the same thing. Like what happens when it goes in the bushes? Yeah, because I was, because not that I don't want to discredit the video in any way. That's not what. Uh, um, I said, I think you two but, are the right people to help me with astral travel. Oh, I know a lot about astral travel. Not a lot, but Charlie, Charlie. His name is Charlie Moore on YouTube Ward. There's a gentleman, and I don't know him or anything, but I I used to watch his videos all the time. His name is Charlie Moore. I believe he's from England, and he knows all about um, OB and not not OBEs, but astral traveling and uh, lucid dreaming. He does a lot with uh, lucid mm -hmm. dreaming. Um, but as this far as that clip goes, group. to Lana, Lana. Oh God, what is it? I can't remember her last name. Really pretty blonde girl. She does a lot with astral travel because she'll post it in my groups and all kinds of stuff. Oh, we're getting to you. Yeah, we know about UFOs. We know about all that stuff. That's what this show is about, to talk about all these unusual things. But let's talk about this video. Yeah. So, Ward, you put energy or plasma being. Carrie put, that is crazy. So, Dave, go. I'm giving you the no. floor here because you experienced <laughs> some things like this. Well, I've I've looked at ones like that over and over. And like everybody knows, and Laura Lee knows this, I am the first guy who always wants to debunk something. I just always do because if I want everybody to know that all this stuff is actually really real. And I hate when people put like really bad stuff out there and kind of muddy the truth, you know, instead of actually telling the truth, they just kind of muddy it up. I've watched it over and over once like that, and I can't. I can't detect anything. So, uh, but 
if my deepest feeling would be that, and you guys can let me know, some people would tell me, Dave, is that like a spirit going through the woods? And that's the energy going through it. And I sat there one day and I was like, hmm, is this a spirit? And then I was talking to my people, my guys, and they're like, nope, that, that, wherever that is, is having a physical life. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not a spirit. It's with it's in. So some of those things that are going across railroad tracks or not, I think that's all part of the, the whole disclosure thing. If all so we know they're pets. <laughs> what's that? I said, if all we know they're pets, you know, I or don't know. Or, you know what? Like, oh, okay. So when we went to the comic book thing a little bit ago about Superman, how do we know? And I hate this term. I really do. I really detest it. Mutant that they use in X-Men. Mm -hmm. Now, my point is, do we know if there's people out there that are able, because like you said, Ward, it was just like it walked like a human, but looked like a, a light. I think you said bot because there's another video. I didn't upload it because then we have to get into fair use and stuff with YouTube. This was just a quick, quick, quick video clip I, yeah. I'd found. But my point is, and one of them we debunked. We figured it was fake. Uh, it looked mm -hmm. like it was somebody swooping in to save somebody just before they get hit by a car. Okay. But there is yeah. one from 2012. You guys can find this on YouTube or wherever. It's from a Chinese traffic cam. And there's a man coming along and a car he's on a bike all of a sudden there's a flash and he's on the end of the road side of the road the guy that thought he hit him stops and is looking everywhere for oh my god what have i done the guy on the side of the road from far away you can tell he's totally bewildered and this being whatever it is it's dressed like a human it's all in black it's got black jeans on black hoodie now the camera's not in color so it's dark clothing i'll say yeah the hands glow and they stick them in their pocket and they go right off the camera. Now I have done a ton of research on this and I have not been able to find anybody to debunk it. What do you think? I don't, you saw it? I, I, I say, I, I saw, actually saw that one. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. I have a, I have a belief and this is, this, this is my belief from my core from when I was a child. Now people talk about, you know, like spiritual, there'll be some spiritual people that hear that going, I'm a reincarnation of an angel and all that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, but whatever, whatever you need to be. But I do know this about angels having uh, like over 50 years experience with them. Angels can come here for a very short period of time and they can take out a form. So, and angels can, and sometimes do interfere with our yes path now the only time our free will can be interfered with is if whatever happens to you is going to have this terrible negative effect on all the people in your ripple effect and in, in within your area so sometimes it's like no you can't go yet you can't we're not gonna okay that's what i was gonna say here. that's part yeah. of what i've been yeah. sharing yeah. with my like you can go yeah it's like you can go later you just can't go now at this exact moment. So I have, I have known that there has, I do know that they have come in and they do look um, amazing. I had a, uh, I had an encounter with a gentleman um, about not long after my coma, I started working at a job eight months after I came out of the coma and not long after being there, I was at a grocery store and 
I think I told you I was going to check out one day and I was like on my lunch hour, I was going to buy all these groceries, you know, just put them in the break room until I got off work. And I take everything up to the counter to pay for the groceries and they went in my pocket and I left my wallet at home. So I didn't even bring it to work that day. So I just said, oh, you know what? When I get, when my ride comes here, I'll just pay for it later. I'll just put it there. And this guy taps me on my shoulder behind me and he says, let me get those for him. And I'm like, no, no, no. I said, I, I work here. I, I got plenty of money. I'm fine. He goes, no, I'd like to get those for you. And when he, he kept smiling when he did that. But the guy was the most attractive person you've ever seen in your life. He was like perfect height, perfect everything, perfect skin. He wasn't white. He wasn't dark skin. He had this just beautiful skin and the most beautiful blue eyes. And they were so blue. That's what I was going to ask you about his eyes. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, they were the most, they were the bluest eyes I had ever seen. And he had just beautiful teeth and his voice was beautiful. And his, he just looked at me and he said, um, I said, if next time you come in here, I'll, he said, no problem. He said, by the way, my name's Sebastian. And then never, ever saw him again. I've, I live in the South. There's nobody here who looks like that. And his name's Sebastian. I mean, everybody around here is like Jim, Bob, Mary, Joe, Bob, Larry, Bob, Tim, Bob, you know, they don't, they don't look like that. I've never saw him since, but I, I, I thought to myself, he gave me such a, weird but wonderful feeling i mean who knows what key came in as i think there's beings like those angels who come in all the time so i would think a clip like that with the gentleman getting saved i don't see why that cannot happen no and, and i maybe agree and you. maybe so somebody to, just got on film well i was just gonna share i've had somebody on my other show and dell's always watching documentaries and research and what have you i don't watch a lot of tv but it's on the same floor i know you know this but for everybody listening mm -hmm. and please i'm going to remind you guys if you're coming here you're more than welcome to join in the conversation ask a question but it has to stop with you guys coming in here uh trying to pick people up to get readings please because i'm just going to block you if you're going to do that okay um, anyways, Dell was listening to this documentary and he started talking about some really interesting stuff. And I went, wow, I'm going to stop. I got to hear this guy. So I started listening to him. I went, and he's talking about being a lawyer, no interest in any way, shape or form. He was pretty well nearing the end of his career. He was in his mid sixties to late sixties. He's walking down the street to go for lunch. He happened to be Canadian. I didn't know at the time. And he said, normally he would have walked around this guy. He would have looked down on him there was a homeless man sitting there and he said he was filthy dirty stinky whatever he said but it was his eyes everybody i know that has run into a spiritual being it's always the it's eyes, the he, eyes. Said, he goes i felt such love from this being and he smiled at me he got up and he walked away and i i was going for lunch he says and all of a sudden i start following this guy i can't find him he goes into a store and i can't get him off my mind he goes, I kept going back that way, going back that way. About a week later, he ran into him again and he got to speak to him. And the man told him his name was Albert. Well, this gentleman's name is Garnet Michael Schulhauser. He is um, now he's worked with Julia Cannon's daughter or Julia Cannon, Dolores Cannon's daughter. He does quantum health, hypnosis, transformation, the whole bit. He's written books. Albert was his spirit guide. He claims that he was met. He met on the street. 
And he says he's only met with him three times. So it was interesting. You were asking Ward about astral travel because this is what some of his books are written about and where he goes. And uh, Albert has made it clear because he, he, he had no interest in spirituality, none of this. And he said, Albert has asked him to share some of the stuff that he is experiencing again, because I seen the question, Carrie, you asked what about light workers? I believe that that's what a light worker is. You provide that light with whatever you feel called to share that is positive, full of love and meant for the greater good of people. You're kind of like a light, if you will. That's the way I take a light worker. So he had no intentions of doing this, but what this is what he does. So if you get a chance, look him up or look up the show I did with him. It's really interesting, but he's got other stuff out there. Do you want to add to the light worker, Dave? I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, with light workers too, I guess. Me and Laurie were talking about we were in a group that totally ruined that word for us, but 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 it's okay. It's still a good definition. A light worker, a lot of people there's a lot of people here who have no clue that they're light workers. They have no clue. They yeah. did not come here to do anything special. They didn't come here to read palms or tell futures or talk to dead people or fly around on alien chips. That's not why they came here. They came here literally to raise the vibration of the planet. And the way you do that is by raising the vibration of people. And by the way, there is a girl on TikTok who went all up in her face, this thing about how spiritual people, when we say something's low vibration, we consider it bad and all this stuff. And she made this big rant. And to anybody listening, that's not true. There is a low vibration. We're in, we're low vibration now. That's how we're physical. You know, you, your vibration has to be lower in order to be physical. Now, uh, they have a lower vibrational personality. It probably means less knowledge of things or healings needed. Yeah, Healings yeah, needed. yeah, there's something yeah needed. It doesn't mean they're bad. So I think that yeah. person was talking about that. They think that we think that everything with a low vibration is bad. And that's not true. It's just a lower vibration. I think or we have to have both, Dave, being on this earth. Because I do. think being on earth in this 3D existence, us, us being immortal energy souls, just having a human experience, that part of being on earth is you're meant to be in balance. We have an opposite. Yeah, has to, yeah. that's why we're mm -hmm. out of balance right now. And they're putting us back to balance is what mm -hmm. they're doing. And that's why. Yeah. So like, but you're going to need lower vibration. And if you think about it, well, if it is true, if the earth goes to fourth or fifth, though, I think they dropped the low vibration because there is no low vibration in fifth. Well, then it might, it might become a completely different place. But what I was going to say, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. The simplest way to look at this, I feel anyways, from the, and somebody had said this to me once and it really hit home in order to know love, right? Not love's a bad one. We'll say cold in yeah. order to know cold, right? You have to know what yeah, hot well, is or vice, mm -hmm. vice versa. I don't know about love because I think love is a natural emotion. We come into this the minute we're born. Well, I mean, I think it's because love doesn't have an opposite. If, if you, there was an opposite of love, the opposite of love is fear. It's not hate because the opposite of like is hate. The opposite of love is fear. If there is no love, the fear can be there. If you're in a fearful situation, and but there's still lots of love around you, that pretty much 
gets rid of that fear <laughs> and just brings you all the love. But light workers, they're here to just raise the vibration of people. They're here to raise the vibration, make the world a little better, you know, talk about the sunshine, uh, take care of the, the earth. I mean, how, there's probably a billion light workers that are artists, um, musicians, yeah, artists, singers. Yeah, creative people. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. People who till the earth, tend to the earth, um, mm -hmm. all those things. Those are all light workers. In, in my eyes, I mean, those are all amazing, beautiful people here to do something. Yeah, but we're not all like that. There was a no, good question. We're not before. all love and light all the time either. Even when we you oh, might I'm call not. ourselves a light worker, we're human. We we don't. I always run around, especially on my other shows sometimes, because I'll get people, they think, you know, I always hear, I'm sure you might hear this too, but I always hear this privately. Oh, you're always so positive. I think positivity is a choice and it's not meaning that I'm putting a mask up and hiding that there's something bad going on. I don't have bad things always going on. I tend to try and look at them a different way that there may be a reason why this is happening, whether it's a spiritual lesson or maybe it's meant to move something out of the way for something that needs to be moved. There's many reasons why, right? But I think that that positivity, the same as gratitude is a choice. But it doesn't oh, yeah. mean that I run around and I'm living with piles of rainbow poop and oh, uh, clouds either. and stuff all the time. If we, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I can, I can be a really, I can be negative. To, I was negative today. This morning I was. You're like, hilarious. And, and I caught, <laughs> and I caught myself. I'm like, I was riding around today trying to find an earrings. And I wanted to get some more. Oh, tell the story. Do you want to tell the oh, story? Yeah, I gotta, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, cool. I'll tell you the story about my negativity, but I'll tell you about the earrings. So I wanted to get some little bigger earrings. So I went around to some shops around here and I have to, I can only use titanium. There's no other metal that can touch me. Um, I have, I'm really highly allergic to it. Uh, I mean, it can briefly, but, but anyway, um, nobody had them and I couldn't get them and it was rainy outside. It was terrible outside. I was driving around just so grumpy. So to get myself out of it, I said, you know what? Since I'm not buying earrings today because nobody has and I'm not going to get them, I'm going to go get a damn pizza. So I left Laura Lee a message. I said, I'm getting a pizza. Um, and then I thought of but, pizza cats. I don't know why I'd send yeah. that memes. We're going to get yeah. to this in a minute, Ward. Um, yeah, give me just a second, Ward. But another cool thing, and you know, if anybody can relate to this, about eight months ago, um, yeah, it was about eight, nine months ago. I had these two earrings in that I had for a long time. And I woke up one day and in this house that I'm in now and one earring was gone, which is like, Oh no. So I'm going through all my bed covers and everything to find this earring. It is nowhere to be found. I looked and looked and looked. I took out the other one. I set it down. I'm like, forget it. This was before April last year. And I, the next day I kind of looked, you know, whatever, just never could find it. Well, I came across I had the first earring that I didn't lose. I put it on the shelf by me. And today, while I was looking for earrings, and I could not find any earrings because nobody had the earrings I wanted, I come home and I open up my bathroom door. And in the middle of my bathroom floor is an earring. And it's the ear, I, I, like it looked like the one I lost. And I was like, what? How did that, what I thought, how did my earring that I put away get back over here? I thought maybe my cats grabbed it and were playing with it. So I picked the earring off the floor, right in the middle of my floor, played as day. I walk in to put it back on the shelf and there's the other earring. 
I now have both earrings. I don't know where that earring came from. I lost it in bed. And, and I went to bed with two rings. So I, I thought to myself, I'm sure it's a sign that I'm missing. I am missing some sign about I this whole thing. I have a thought. I have a thought. What do you I just think? Thought of this just now. Um, what if? Because this can happen, guys. Things can disappear and reappear. I've had so many stories of that personal experiences as well. But what if that earring was missing? You didn't find the earrings you were looking for, but while you were out, you were it was necessary for you to be, say, in that particular store, that particular time, maybe you talked to a certain person, whatever, that your presence there was important for a certain a certain meaning, a yeah. certain reason. Well, no, I yeah. Well, I know that's probably why I went out today and I still didn't find anything, but I had forgotten about that earring. I have not saw it in eight months. I have not looked at my yeah, but now that months. it's it's happened. That's where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. Now that it's happened, whatever was meant to happen, there's no further use for your earring to be gone. And you they spirit that knows that you wanted another earring. You love those earrings, they're hard to find. So there's well, no further purpose for the earring not to be there. So it was returned to you. That's that could be absolutely true. Because if I dig into the story a little more, I got I lost that earring right before my birthday last year in April. I went to go get new earrings in April at this place, and the gentleman there. Um, the older gentleman who owned it is kind of cool, kind of rough sounding, rough looking. He was really cool to me. He's so nice. He goes, I'll order you those special earrings for you. And he said, when they come in, I'll call you. And I said, okay. And he called me about two weeks later, they came in and I got my earring pierced and like, and these are the ones I got in here. Now, when I did go out today, guess what shop I went into? I went into that shop where that gentleman was. Now I did just find out though, he passed away a few days ago. But I went back in there anyway. I thought, oh, should I go back in there? And when I did go back in there I, and I was talking to him about earrings, she goes, I'm going to have to order them. I said, Jeff, who used to work here, I said, he ordered mine. And I said, oh, by the way, I'm so sorry about Jeff. And everybody in there just stopped and looked at me. And they, you could just, oh, they had this wonderful smile on their face. Because I think somebody acknowledged something they had all been thinking uh -huh. about. The guy didn't want to have, the guy didn't want a um, funeral. They posted that. Um, I saw it afterwards. He said that, that he didn't want a funeral because he doesn't want people to make a big deal about him. Um, mm -hmm. So they just kept the shop open at work. But I think they were happy that somebody came in that they've never saw and said that maybe maybe I was their Sebastian for a moment, you know. <laughs> so who knows? You could have been because I think sometimes that's what happens at angels and and guides and things will work through us. I was oh yeah, we're used. I was going to share something else quickly. I posted this on my profile and I've worked in palliative care quite a bit and, and been there as somebody's loved one transitions back home, as I call it. And uh, this came up. I don't know if it was on TikTok or what it was, but it was a video clip and it said this woman died of cancer of the tongue, but she also arranged this before she died. And it was a flash mob. And the song was Another One Bites the Dust. There was only four or five dancers. And at first, people, you see this look of shock. And all I could see and I could feel with this woman was this incredible sense of humor she must have had when she was alive, that she loved music, she loved dancing. And you know what? What a way to go out. Like, people oh, yeah. were clapping by the end and going to the music. And right, like, as sad as it is to lose a person we love, but to go out with the, the joy of 
the ceremony and it was in a church which i was very surprised about but i just thought it was so cool and like that you said with cute. jeff he didn't want to fuss made about him but you went in there and you mentioned him and you said you could see everybody's faces that they needed oh, that, to, you know what i mean like they knew he meant something to you to have his name brought up yeah they just stopped and looked at me i'm like what what mm -hmm. but what what did ward mean by that don't know why you laughed with spirituality. Okay, yeah, that's right. And I wasn't calling you out, Ward, but I think maybe you misunderstood us. If it was a little while back, the comment. I, I don't think we were laughing about spirituality. Um, I don't think, we, but we do remember, you're going to see us laugh a lot on this show because that's part of raising people's vibrations, including our own, laughing, smiling. But we would never laugh about at least I would, and I don't think David would. And no. I just spirituality is, so I spirituality is very, very, very near and dear to us. Although we do laugh at other spiritual people. I mean, we laugh at ourselves too. I mean, we could be quite wonky yeah. ourselves, you know, <laughs> and by the way. No, because is, it's important. It, it's okay. Wait, 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 wait. That is pom-pom, right? Yeah, he's the hugger. <laughs> he won't I stop. knew, I knew I'm getting to know them. I'm getting to know them and I love animals, but they're, yeah. they're, they're all from the same litter, three of them. I know the adult one, but yeah. they don't look identical, but I know the one be by the white coat. And then yeah. I'm trying to remember the other one's name. There's, a, the, there's one name I don't remember. It's Pop Willow. Mom Angel. What's the other and one? Willow. 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 That's it. Because Willow doesn't yeah. come on camera very often. Willow doesn't care. <laughs> Pom Pom is a hugger. He's a serial hugger. If you see this, he mm. does. He loves to walk out. I have to put you down, sweetie, though. Sorry. He's so sweet. Okay, yeah. so let's let's talk a little bit because Ward had asked us if we know anything. Like we were talking, I think when you joined us, you might have missed some of the UFO talk. Now my dog's coming over, of course. But oh, um, some of the things we were looking at, like I said, possible angels caught on camera. But I'd love to talk about the Mandela effect because we didn't really talk about it last night. But what do you think is going on with that? <sighs> It's, I don't know. I really don't. I have asked if there's something to it. And, you know, I don't want to blow anybody's thing about that. The Nelson Mandela thing, that actual Mandela effect, that one right there is really quite strange because it is true. Everybody likes celebrated. I think we're, I don't think it's, a glitch in the matrix at all but see i don't see the world as a matrix though but that's that doesn't mean it's not it's just not how i view it for myself because it doesn't make sense to me as we much we should tell people who might I, not know I, what the mandela effect is the man nelson mandela uh i believe he was i can't, I can't remember what he did it was something out of africa he's a very important person. south african he was a south prisoner african. political yeah. prisoner but, and then became uh, i think president yeah, and then apparently he died in 1986, and it was on the news and everything, and everybody's like, okay. Well, uh, he was in prison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and so, but then all of a sudden, in 1993, he was still alive, and then he died again. So that's why they call well, him a dog. He president like, of South Africa. We could have swore, and, yeah, we could have swore he yeah. did this. Um, but I don't think, for me, I don't see it as a glitch. It's easier for me to look at a, 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 a sliding timeline. 
That okay, and that that you're reading Dave and I since we started this show, I swear to God, we are on the same like I'll send him something and he was either just thinking it or whatever. Cause that's how I feel about it. Because yeah. again, I think part of the the lesson for myself like being here to share or message to share with others is to let people know as human beings how powerful we really are and the gifts that we have but we just don't see it or we've never been taught to believe it because I believe we're switching timelines and I think we can do that without recognizing Uh, it I got I think timelines shift all the time because everything we're not doing well like like they say the past doesn't really exist I mean, it doesn't. It only exists in your memory now, uh, pretty much, because everything's in the same moment. So there isn't really a past. The past is actually happening at the same time, uh, which is hard to. It's I don't even understand it myself, but I know that's the truth because I tell me all the time. And we do understand it when we're not in physical form. We understand it completely. Um, but uh, now Jane said, like Frank J, I've heard this before in the CERN. Now I am so, I am. Personally, I am anti-CERN conspiracy um, person. I don't think the first, and it's only because of this. I'm sure there is something behind it. But there was so many yahoos that came out and put every negative spin on it that they possibly could. Stuff that made zero sense. And everybody just, is everybody still to this day going, really? Are you kidding me? All the predictions that they made about CERN have not happened. Um, I am sure, though, the CERN is causing something, but I don't I don't know if it's causing the Mandela effect because I think the Mandela effect has been around before 2012 because there's stuff when I was a young kid, we talked about something, stuff like that, although it wasn't called the Mandela effect. It was called something different. But I I remember going through that. The Schumann resonance has definitely changed, I'll say. But what I'm going to ask you, have you ever seen the opening of the tunnel that goes along with CERN? Um, Jane, you'll probably remember the name. I can't remember. I want to say the Walker something tunnel. It's a tunnel. It's connected to CERN. Have you ever seen the opening of it? No, I didn't see the opening of it. I'll send you the opening ceremonies. Yeah. But I know there's something, I mean, I, I think there's something to it, but I don't I don't subscribe to all the conspiracies about it. I don't I, like the I, word conspiracy myself. I prefer the word truth seeking. Because, but that even the word truth seeking, if you think about it, everybody has a different truth. You can even look at the truth, right? You got two people in a room and they're telling a story. There's their version, oh, I, uh, the person's version, and then the truth. You know, I'm so not, I'm I'm talking about the the um the wannabes on TikTok who made the TikTok videos about CERN. Those to me oh, yeah, are I don't watch fake. Those. those are fake. Those are fake. And that's the ones I got mad at. I'm like, I can't even watch this because they're literally feeding fear into people that is unnecessary and the fact is like i said in the beginning we're trying to move to the fourth dimension we need to get rid of fear yeah but one way to get rid of fear is knowledge and talking about it but not trying to scare people but the one thing i will add we are going to be the last people to know what is really going on there i agree with you i agree with you 100 percent. i think I think in once contact is made, what if that happens and you believe that, I think that all will be explained as well. Um, 
I do know this. That I remember something about CERN. They said as soon as CERN gets turned on, something's going to happen. There's this big thing people were freaking out about for a while, and and I'm just sitting here every day going, it's not going to happen because that's not what it I've does. Run in to a few people like nothing big that i've ever bought into but i have run into a few people that have had some odd things happen again could it just be timing i'm not going to say coincidence because i don't believe in coincidences yeah i don't know um, i can't discount the cern thing though i am the last person in this world who should say something is not true because i know a whole lot of crap that is pretty freaky so i don't I think am any not, of us do Dave. Yeah. i don't think any of us no. do so would i say that the mandela effect was caused because of that i can't honestly say yes can i say no though either no, no. okay so janie says i think cern and we want to hear your thoughts i think cern is messing with stuff they have no business doing i agree with that and i'm sure we don't know the half of it exactly like i said jane we're going to be the last to know and so TikTok is is supposedly controlled by the ccp i don't know if it is or not i will tell you it is one of the most popular social media outlets right now it is kicking butt and taking names and yeah. it does that stop me from using it no it doesn't no it doesn't so stop me either because right. it all depends on i guess doesn't it do you think that maybe it depends on how deep like okay like a lot of people might not like facebook because they don't like Zuckerberg. And they'll yep. make all the memes in the world. They'll talk bad about Zuckerberg. What's yep. the first thing they do when they go home? They get on Facebook. Um, yep. So I'm sure a lot of good things are run by bad people. I agree. I think the trick is to take those good things by those bad people. Go, thanks for screwing up and doing something good. Ha ha. And just continue on. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, who? I, I don't care who owns TikTok. I really don't. I, I'm not on it enough to really care. I mean, I don't watch okay, you know tons just, of it. You know what I just thought of though? Okay, because we've been talking about energy. And the more we per, like kind of like how we were talking about tulpas earlier and energy and stuff, and the more that we focus on what we think it is and something negative, are we adding to it? Do you know what I mean? Energetically and almost creating it as a whole as a global population. Other than just I've, accepting it's going to be what it is. We can't change it. I heard something from my spirit folk and okay. a long time ago. And I've, and it, about stuff you're saying and about things happening as an explanation, they had made the mention of literally areas having karmic ties to areas, not necessarily souls, but literally geographical places having karmic ties to think to things. And I wonder if that's why some stuff like you were saying, you know, kind of gets weird. And I think the karmic ties might also be with corporations too. Like an entire corporation can have a karmic tie. Maybe a bad guy creates something good as a, as a whole, not even one person thinking it, it just kind of happened because that karma needed to be lifted. So I always tell people I really wouldn't worry too much about fear-based things. So do you want to, I understand what you're saying, but for people listening, they may not understand what a karmic tie is. A karmic tie. Karma for me, in my definition, is an exchange of experience. It's literally, it's so above, so below. What's hot, what's cold, what we were talking about earlier, it's just an exchange of experience. If you do something really mean to somebody to purposely hurt them, 
at some point that karma has to come back to you, not necessarily in this life, but another life, you have to feel what that person felt. So whatever you yeah, did so to make that person feel. Right. It's not, we want to make that clear because you'll hear. Well, yeah, karma, it's, it's karma, karma is good. Good. Yeah. Karma's good too. You do good karmic thing. Uh, the universe loves when you do good karmic things. When you go help somebody, just, just say, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to be five minutes late for work. I've got to go help this person. You go help them. That has to come back to you. The universe goes, oh, since they did that, they have to know what it's like to save, be saved, just like that person does. And it might not be the same situation because everybody thinks karma comes back in the same situation. It's not, has, it has more to do with the feelings. Now, corporations, I believe, it has made mention that entire consciousnesses have karmic debt. So it needs to switch over, just like I, I think places might have that too maybe not nature wise but stuff that was built like if somebody built a sacred temple and it was torn down in order to put up a grocery store that sacred temp that grocery store might have now a karmic tie to that so however that other place made it feel mm -hmm. this new place has to struggle with that they have to go, wow, what did we have to feel now? What it was like to take this away from this area. So that karmic does. I don't know how that works, but they had made mention to it. And whenever I ask to go in depth, it's almost like it just sounds marbly. I'm like, okay, I guess Please apparently I'm, not I won't understand. Yeah, I, I probably not, won't understand that. It just maybe means like right now you're not quite meant to hear Yeah, quite it, ready right? to it. Yeah. Or yeah, so or Jane just might not understand it. it. Okay, so Jane added the state of Louisiana banned TikTok from being on any state phone or computer. Okay. Which not a bad thing. I was just saying that. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. That's my opinion, but I don't I don't think that our freaking politicians are spending way too much freaking time on social media and Twitter and they're just getting themselves in trouble and being total jerks. We know how regular people are in social media. And now we got somebody who's supposedly making laws and rules, tweeting out some of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I'm like, oh my God, did we, did we literally have third graders taking care of government nowadays? You know, in all the countries, you know? So I think that they should ban TikTok from those people. They shouldn't be able to make TikToks. They can go home on their own phone and make a TikTok. You know, true. So Michelle but, over in Australia. Hey, Michelle, good to see you. She hey, Michelle. says eyes and souls. Everyone glued to social media. That I will give you. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It's a sad it's truth, but thing, yes. It's the same thing with TV, right? That's why I think I, I, I didn't watch it all the time. But when I hurt my back many years ago and I was kind of, oh, that's interesting what's going on with my light here guys sorry i don't know what that is but um do, 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 do. Do, do, do. You know when i was uh first hurt my back i was in bed for almost 20 years with my back the way it was yeah. it's still that's why you see me squirming but you know what tv got old quick very quick and i had to find other things because it's called programming for a reason and everything else, right? It, it's, it's, you're basically almost in a state of hypnosis. And I know we could all say that light hypnosis, when you're watching a show or a movie or whatever it may be, and you are so engrossed, there could be anything going on around you. And I've seen people, even social media, right? So it's a good place to be able to 
if you can wean yourself off of it a little bit. Yeah, it's. I mean, TV is fun once in a while, and I agree with you. There was a time before I got sick where I mean, I I I stay tuned for next week's episode of whatever there was all the time. And this is the saddest thing that I saw since I've been sick. After I came out of the coma and everything, I've noticed this a lot, and and it went up before, but now it's really really getting bad. People are taking their lives and literally putting them aside and watching TV and trying to live their life through that person on TV. Yes. They're trying to be like, and it's like, those aren't real people. And like, there's really, there's no, I don't think there really is such a thing as a reality show because I don't really know a reality show that's actually real, you know, uh, all of that. So uh, all these people wanting to be like the real housewives and sorry, real housewives, love your show. Uh, I don't watch it, but yeah, I'm sure it's fine. But uh, you know, people wanting to be, you're not them. They're, they're them. You will never be them. Be who you are because who you are probably is a lot better version than them anyway. So I think it's but a I, I've noticed character. that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one yeah. thing that bothers me, and I have been guilty of it over my year over the years myself, but I the one thing is is when people put somebody else. I was actually watching Kyle Gray before this. I didn't I guess I was meant to see it. It came up and it was a third of a webinar or something. For those that don't know Kyle Gray, he's with Hey House, he does angel stuff and whatever. I have I like to say Kyle. the one thing. Hmm? I like Kyle Gray. I, I like, like Kyle too. And the reason why I like him, and I don't watch him all the time, but anytime I've seen him um, do, sorry, dog hair there, um, a webinar or something, is he's the first person to remind people, I am no better than you. You are no better than I. We are one. Because I find when we put people on pedestals, what happens is they get knocked off or yeah. without fail. And what, what makes me sad is people that subscribe to, and I'm not, pick, I'm not being judgmental here. I'm just picking a name out that's huge, the Kardashians, for example. And then, like you said, they everything they you know you subscribe to be like somebody you see on TV, but it's not real. Whereas you are a real living human being. You have a life to live. You're here for a reason. Everybody's here for a reason. And you know what? Like live your life. Like just the word now that's already in the past it's gone it, the, yeah. like you said the past doesn't exist there's memories and what have you but living in the now and making the most of your own life rather than subscribing to be something you see on tv to me those people are no different than a cartoon character really because yeah they're not yeah mm -hmm. and and i mean and we're not, we are not telling people not to watch TV because we watch TV no. too. I'll watch something on TV once in a while. I do not watch right. the yeah. news because the new, news is, I, I, most news stations are just, I don't care. Um, I don't get my stuff from the news. I don't Google everything every five seconds to find out what it is because, you know, especially like Wikipedia, people can change things. I say yes. stuff in modern, as long as, as, uh, as long as you're living your life, and live your life to the best you can. I mean, if you watch TV, watch TV. But I think everybody should be damn proud of who they am, who they are. Yes. Because everybody here started out with absolutely no memory of where they came from and are still here today trying to remember and they're still going. That's cool. That's really cool. I think everybody's special and they should see themselves as that. 
And and we are, we're powerful. And each one of us is here for a reason. None of us are here by accident. Like I was just going to say, my guilty pleasure and anybody that knew me knew this. I loved the show Supernatural. And now um, I've been teaching my son, the one with autism about this because he can read and write and he loves like Power Rangers and Pokemon. And, you know, he'll get this look of worry. And he'll come to me and he won't say anything. And I'll say, what's going on, sweetie? Nothing, nothing. Honey, I know there's something. What's wrong? Mom, it's going to end. It's the season finale. It's never coming back. And I keep telling him, sweetheart, it always comes back. It always comes back, even if it says it's not going to. Do you know how long Power Rangers have been around? But my whole point is Supernatural ended after 15 seasons. Was it sad? No, because I knew they're going to do something. So now they've gone back to the beginning story of how the parents of the main characters in Supernatural. And it's actually pretty good. I didn't have high expectations for it, but that's my guilty pleasure on Tuesdays. So everybody has a guilty pleasure. There's nothing wrong my, with that. My guilt, my guilty pleasure is Family Guy and Bob's Burgers. I have oh, watched I, them over I used and to over. Watch Bob Burkers all the time. I have to tell a funny story about, about Family Guy, okay? When I was still married to my first husband, he's the father of my boys, okay? Um, in Canada, as you guys do, I'm sure around the world, that have cable television, have children's programming, okay? So the boys, God, my oldest had to be about five, maybe six, and my youngest was like three, maybe going on four, right? And so we would have dinner and everything. And my husband and I at the time would get caught up, you know, we clean up the kitchen together, or whatever. And the boys would be in the living room, just rolling on the floor laughing. And it was a cartoon, like, it's on the kids programming, it's got to be okay. So one night we had takeout and decided to watch TV. Not that we just let the boys watch whatever they wanted, but it was, you know, you got to take time as a couple to spend some time yeah. together. So we sat down and oh my God, I was so horrified. They were watching Family Guy laughing their butts off. Okay. I had no idea. No, of course they did get three quarters of it. It was a TV show, but I kept thinking what a horrible mother I am. <laughs> but it was on like kitty TV that there shouldn't have been adult programming on, but it is hilarious. So it's a yeah, special place. But yeah, we all have those. I, I, I won't watch anything. I don't watch anything that's negative anymore. I, I, funny fact though, I used to watch before I got sick and everything. This is like before 2000. I'll just say before 2015, instead of saying sick, that makes it sound like I was coughing and throwing up and burping. Mm -hmm. um, before me and my mom for mm -hmm. years, we'd watch TV together and know what we watched. We watched like ghost hunters and all that. My mom yeah. loves that stuff. Ghost hunters mm -hmm. and uh, the, the Zach crap that's on there. And some of those other shows, I watched them all the time. Um, my mom would always get mad going, how come they never find anything? I'm like, I don't know, mom. I just, just watch, you know, it's enjoyable to watch, but it wasn't until after 2015 that the more I asked about that, they're like, they're never going to find anything because they're not looking for anything. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, I'm like, I okay, so I got a question mean. for you. I got a question. I, some will on TV. Yeah. Ghosts. I, you know what? I can tell you this. The spirit world just does not like to do parlor tricks. It, it doesn't well, seem why? like they're a, 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're about parlor tricks. And I think that's why when people start screaming out. It makes me mad. You evil ghost, speak out now, evil ghost. And the ghosts, I know, I know damn well, because if I was over there, I'd just be laughing. I would be like, suffer. Get used to disappointment. <laughs> We're not just yes. saying anything. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the one thing I was going to ask you, but I'll make a comment about this. Yeah. It makes me so angry when I see people treating whether it's somebody in spirit or, or just like you say, these shows so disrespectfully because, and they treat them like they're trained monkeys. Tap dance yeah, now, tap exactly. dance now, do it again, mm -hmm. do it again, do it again. Prove it really here. Do it again. How many times? Like, good Lord. My point I was going to ask you about this. Okay. You used to watch these shows before you had your NDE and you know, you've had these gifts your whole life, but after your NDE, do you think maybe part of the reason why before maybe was trying to figure out more about the other side, but after your NDE or near death experience, your connection was like, I don't yeah. know, was it strong? Oh. Maybe like you understood better is what I'm saying than maybe before. Uh, yeah. I did understand it then, but there's also a lot of the stuff, and I tell people this, I'm, I'm writing it in my book, whenever I get that book done, there's a lot of stuff that I used to subscribe to that I thought 100% was real before my NDE, <laughs> only to find out in my NDE that it's like, nope. I'm like, really? They're like, I could have swore. They're like, no, this is actually it. It was like their, their idea was so much easier than what I was putting myself through. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure stuff out. But yeah, a lot of stuff, um, a lot of the stuff like what it's like on the other side, what all that stuff, you know, I listened to a lot of descriptions growing up. And it was funny because when I had my NDE, even the descriptions I heard, and that's just really how I knew it was an NDE, I didn't go to those places at all. They were furthest from my mind. And the and I was asking, though, I remember asking, I'm like, do those places exist? They're like, not for you, because this is something different for you. So all that stuff you're telling people isn't necessarily true for all those people. So you might not want to tell people those things anymore. And I was like, duly noted. I got gotcha. you. Mm -hmm. So um, they have told me some stuff that that's, you know, not to say anymore. And that's why I tell people, I, I can't always tell you what the other side is. And the biggest lesson I got from that is everything while you're here is based on your perception. It's your perception. It's your personal belief system, your personal perception that is creating the world in front of you. So for me to tell you that there is an earth completely that looks like this where people are laughing and dancing and singing and uh, no animals die and they're eating turkey that's not really made out of animals and they're frolicking and living houses and, you know, do all this stuff mm -hmm. every day. If I were to tell you that was true, I would be wrong because that is not true for like me. That is when I heard that, I was like almost disappointed. I'm like, I don't want that though. I didn't like that here. I don't want that there, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's what you need when you go over. Eventually, we all see the same thing because there is a unified consciousness that sees everything the same way. God, universe. Uh, that sees that and we're part of that. So we will see that uh, at some point. But for whatever, like even with ghost shows, like when they used to tell me, um, not, uh, not the ones I mentioned, but they're telling me about a lot of ghost shows. They kept always tell me, they're like, they're never going to find anything. And I said, why are they never going to find anything? And they said, because it doesn't exist. And I said, why? Because ghosts don't exist. And they said, no, because what they want to see doesn't exist. They don't want to see anything. They're literally trying to invoke feelings. They're not trying to invoke seeing or capturing any, anything. Although there are some out there, I've 
there's some paranormal groups that I have worked with private ones that put their heart and soul into this stuff. And they have the most beautiful evidence. Uh, the evidence is beautiful. The pictures are beautiful. Everything's beautiful. And some people don't like it because it's not scary. Well, like, I've met other people too. I agree with you. So what you put out there again is what you're going to get. So if you're going yeah. in there with love and high vibration, right, that's what you're going at. But, um, you know, it's, it's just, I think if I think you get what you're expecting and whether it's in life or in the afterlife, because even when I'm doing the Akashic records, um, for, for example, with somebody and the beautiful thing is right. And people sometimes will be a little bit afraid of that, right? That I've met people that are, but what they don't realize is, you know, you're coming from a place of love going into the heart space where um, I call them the masters, teachers and loved ones and deal with collective. We could deal one-on-one, but you get more of an input. But the thing is how I've been taught to do the records is we ask questions and we follow with more and more questions. But the beautiful thing about it, I found is the masters, teachers and loved ones only meet the person that you're doing the questions for where they are at. They're never going to give you something that is fear-based, ego-based. Could they point you maybe in the right direction if you're meant to know, depending on the questions you ask? Yes, but they're not going to tell you something that's scary or something you're not ready to hear. No, yeah, and they don't. People don't understand that. I mean, listen, if you're on this life to have a scary experience with demons and ghosts and all this other stuff, and that's what you came here for, more power to you. Have a great time. But and, and, and but then don't go out there and say, well, but this is how it is for everybody. So what you're but talking about, so don't you? You. yeah, and see that's how, yeah, exactly. But me, I mean, I know there's this, that, and the other thing. I just, like I tell people, I just, when I play with the universe, I just, there's a certain playground I like to play on and that's where I play. Yeah, but you know what? Um, Nicole put, I'm going to read her comment and I'm going to share this. So Nicole said, I love what you told me. My dad said, so I'm, I'm guessing she's talking to you, David, uh, from the other side, you told me, he said, it wasn't like what everyone tells you. So don't worry. worry. Oh yeah. He was referring to the biblical sense of it and all that. I remember that Mm -hmm. your, your dad's a wise man. Um, (laughs) yeah, I've had several spirits tell me that. No, go ahead. I've, I've had several spirits tell me that they're like, don't fall into the hype. Eventually you're going to see what the real, what we all see collectively, what everybody sees collectively. We'll all see that, whatever that is. I don't even know what that is at this point. I mean, I don't remember because I'm here. I know where I'd like to be. I've run into mediums that have been actually asked to leave paranormal groups or excluded because they run into Never mind interpreting and really we talked about this, I think, on the last show of really what the truth was versus what the story has become through the game of telephone with the story being retold from a fear based perspective and growing and growing nowhere near the truth usually. But people that wanting to help say a spirit asking for help to cross over. But I want to add something else really quickly. I seen something the other day and it really resonated with me. And it was talking about, I don't know if somebody was channeling somebody or what they were doing, but they were explaining about earthbound spirits and that there really truly is not an earthbound 
spirit. And I know we've talked about this and yeah. uh, my friend Augie Nost and I have even talked about this, about somebody truly being earthbound. And we've had quite the off-air discussions about when the spirit finally realizes, like, what am I doing here? Why am I still yeah, here? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But Laura Lee, what she's talking about is, is I always say there's no earthbound spirit, but let me yeah. clarify. So literally anything, even if You're it feels better, to feels stay better. here. Yeah, nobody <laughs> is forced to be here. You can leave at any point. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know how to leave, but nothing yeah, so is that's holding you, can you here. Yeah. So I do believe because somebody had asked me about like, you know, death doulas or our mediums who help people cross over. People ask me, David, do you help uh, people cross over? And I said, I don't, I tend not to run into those spirits. And for this reason, because they know I'm going to probably say something like, well, what the hell are you doing here? Go, you know, I wouldn't even go through rituals or nothing. So yeah. I, I would like be senseless to talk to now for somebody, some spirits may, and I'm sure in their consciousness, maybe really do feel trapped and they really, really do need somebody to tell them what to do. And maybe they might have signed up for that in order to give that medium that experience of helping yes. somebody cross over. Yes. Because we never, we don't know, there's people don't realize that for every topic, you can dig really, 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 really deep to find out where that's where that topic stems from. And, and that one I kind of do know because they have told me that if I want a certain experience, all I need to do is believe in that experience and it's going to happen. I just don't want a, an experience of evil demons flying around me and slamming doors. Although I have had when I grew up, like Laura Lee knows, I grew up in my house with literally attic doors slamming and people talking in my ear and plugs coming out of the oven. And it did scare the living hell out of me until I said, no, no more. And then they told me how there to get rid go. of it. They did. Yeah. Because you said you could. You know what I was thinking? So we don't forget at the last minute. And I didn't bring it up in the beginning. You guys know if you're starting to watch the show and follow it that David and I do the unpredictable, predictable reading. And I don't, we've got, we're already like, I think we've got 15 minutes left. That's how fast yeah. this goes. Yeah. So, so, we'll, so we'll do one in a minute. So, well, no, I was going to say, is there somebody here maybe we haven't done a reading for yet that has a question that they'd like David and I to do a reading for? If, if anybody here. just wants to ask a couple of questions, throw them up there and we'll yeah. answer them. Or yeah, just put questions up if you want to, because um, they'll light up for one of us. We'd love to do it. And since I was listening to Kyle, I already had these out, his two decks. And then I've got two decks I've never used. I don't always use decks. I like the one we're doing this format because it's just kind of a nice, quick way to give a message. This was I such wonder... a cute. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, deck. Spellcasting. Or does that? Oh, spellcasting. Spellcasting in this one, star codes. I haven't used oh, them yet, so I'd love to use them. Go ahead. I have, a, I, have a, I have a deck that is very, it's Angels of the Atlantis. The oh, Angels I think I have of that Atlantis. one. Yeah, it's, it's navy blue, like a royal navy blue. Yeah, I have it. And, and I was like, you know how you got that call to get it? Like, I yep. got that call to get it, but then at the time when I got it and I opened it up, it didn't feel right. So I just said, okay, am I just supposed to hold on to these for later? And I kind of felt I like I got that answer. That. I've got the deck too. I still have it. This was five years ago. I no, still I have, have a problem. 
I have a problem. Like, like I have about 80 different decks. But what I was going to say, when you said about the Atlantis deck, mm-hmm. years ago, like we're talking years ago, I seen this deck and I was called to it. And I brought it home and then opened it up and went, what the hell is this? When am I ever going to use this thing? I don't know what half this stuff means. So I tucked it away and I found it about six years ago. Every time I pull out this deck, I'll have to remember for next week. And what it is, is somebody channeled all of the, why is my brain not working? When you get those shapes left in cornfields. Yeah. Pardon? Oh, yeah. Okay. I know the symbols. I forget symbols. what they're called again. Hmm? Symbols. Oh, crop circles or symbols. Thank you. I just about had it. I had circles and then it went. Okay, so he channeled crop circles and he did them, I think, on a computer, but 3D. Okay. And on the back of every card, he channeled these symbols and they're done up in foil. Each card is different. So the person, if I use that deck for them, I screenshot the back and they're meant to take it into a meditation and it's it's supposed to help unlock something maybe they haven't yet been aware of in the way of a gift or anything like that. It's a super cool deck. And the guy that made it, it I, I probably am going to butcher the name. It's J-A-N-O-S-H. So I don't know if it's Janos or Janos or, or whatever. It's a cool deck. Oh, that's yeah. That's one that. of those yeah. ones, like you said. I've got a I've got a couple of decks that I was called to get that I haven't used yet. I I took them out of the box. I took them out of the box and held them and said, "This was nope. my very first. This was my very first deck ever. This about seven years ago. This and I use it for. I love this deck so much. I I forgot what, what it's deck called. is that one? It's an oracle deck and it's called a journey of journey of something. It's all about journeys and all this other stuff. I saw it and I love the pictures. I I got a, oh, it's a traveler's deck. It's called the Traveler's Oh, I've heard of that one. I've never bought it. Yeah. And I, the, from the first moment I picked this up, I took it out of the box. I was talking to a friend of mine. I said, I got some new cards. What are reading? And I started pulling, I just started whacking the cards. I just for fun, just started reading them. This, this, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I started playing with the cards. And after a while, they started to get so accurate that I just, I just became my favorite. I always find that cards very accurate i haven't done this in forever but every now and then i used to do one question free readings and then Mm -hmm. what i would find depending on the amount of people we had that spirit really came in with an overall message for everybody everybody not just the individual messages but they all kind of interrelated to a theme always it seemed so if nobody asks a question that's okay too because what we'll do and if you're listening and you'd like to ask a question and we're not seeing it please head over to UFO Paranormal Radio Networks, either Facebook page or YouTube channel. We are also on Roku. We have our own channel called uh, UPRN because we're also known as, uh, sorry, I know this name, United <gasps> Paranormal Radio Network. I've got, so to Jane has- I've got to answer that question. Okay, you go ahead, Dave. Um, Jane, not a reading question, but is there a light to cross into when we leave our bodies? John Lear always said no to go into the light that it was a trap to keep you from reading. Oh, I know why okay. you want to ask it. Two, okay, two things about this. One, the light is there as a purpose to assist us in visually and emotionally transitioning from one place to another, okay? There's stuff behind it, but it's there for a reason, okay? Um, 
the whole thing about the light being a trap in the reincarnation, I don't know who the, that John Lear is. And I really want to talk to this guy and, and slap him twice across the face. That has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with reincarnating. It has nothing to do. If you don't want to be on the wheel of reincarnation, then you got to clean your shit up. And then if you do that, you don't have to come back. But until you do, you have to have these experiences at some point. Um, you don't have to come here either. That's, that's a big misconception. People think every time they incarnate, they have to come to Earth or they have to come to here. Or that, or go into have, the future. You can go back yeah, too. Yeah, you can go back. You can do all kinds of stuff. So no, the light isn't something to be afraid of. I think if anything, that person would just cause a bunch of mass panic and be like, "Why are there so many ghosts all of a sudden?" Uh, because some dork was telling people not to go into the light. So maybe, you know, which might be good for business with a bunch of spirit mediums who rescue people. But I don't know. I just want to say this. That one I know for a fact. That light has nothing to do with reincarnation. That light and has your transition. I'm seeing it too, Dave. I'm seeing it yeah. too. So we've talked about this off air too. Sorry, Dave, yeah. were you finished? Because I'm going to answer no, the yeah. question. Yeah, but other, yeah, other than that, like I said, people can believe whatever they want to believe because once you go anyway, whether you read his book or not, trust me, you're going to forget you read that book and you're going to go do whatever you're supposed to do. Leaving here is very natural. Whether you go into a light, whether you cross over a rainbow bridge, whether you do this, it's natural. We've all done it many, many, many times before. It's like breathing. You don't have to remember how to do anything. Mm -mm. So, Nicole, you your question is, I missed the first part of the live. Well, remember, guys, there's always a replay. There's always replays on uh, Facebook, the page I mentioned, my page, Dave shares it, YouTube, Roku, and then anywhere where podcasts or talk radio is carried, there is a replay of all of our shows off of the network and old ones, too. So she said, um, like I said, she missed the first part, but I feel I have a connection to extraterrestrials. I feel there are more than just... I feel there are more just other dimensions. So how can I learn more? So what I'm hearing for you, hun, is first of all, we're powerful manifestors as human beings. So first of all, put the intention out there that you want to know more. Also, because once you start doing that and you start taking notice of it, I swear, uh -huh. and I'm sure Dave will back it up. This is my turn, Dave. You get to throw it in in a minute. Um, is that, and I'm being a smart aleck with him. We talk like this to each other. Yeah, no, we're, so, we're laughing. Um, the more that you pay attention to it, the more that you will draw towards yourself. If if you want to know more, put it out there as well as look at a variety of topics. But number one, if you don't meditate, start looking into it. Set the intention even before you go to sleep. Anywhere where you're a little bit more open, Spirit will have classes with you. If you'd like, go ahead, Dave. I know you're dying. I can feel it. No, that's okay. <laughs> I have to tell you, Laura Lee is absolutely correct. That is the exact advice I would give you to a T. Um, start asking spirits, start meditating, start being open, start doing that. You don't have, you know, look how, whatever, whatever they direct you to say, if they direct you to start learning about Palladians and all that stuff, then fine, go do that. But if they don't direct you in the more scientific, do that. But the reason I was laughing so hard is because that was your question. And Laura Lee started talking and this card fell out and the card was wondrous universe with the wizard and all the stuff in the scars. Oh, the wow. Planets. So, um, Listen, Nicole, and I'm not just blowing sunshine up your butt. 
If you have a feeling of a strong connection to something, trust me, it's there for a reason for you to look for it. And I agree with Laura Lee. Do some meditating. Contact your spirit, your guides, or just be quiet and just say, direct me towards something. You know, don't say it near your phone because your phone will just give you YouTube videos because your phone hears you. I mean, we're talking about, because a lot of people go, I have a coincidence. Were you by your phone when you said it? Yeah. Okay, that's why. Um, your phone can hear you even when it's off. But if you just go meditate someplace, listen and just get that experience. And I agree with Laura Lee, 100%. They will guide you to where you need to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the more you notice it, like, like, honestly, and I do this, I and I'm, I know Dave does it too. If something I've been looking for, and it just shows up in my path, I know that's not a coincidence. And I say, thank you, spirit. Thank you, yep. angels. Thank you, guides. Like, I do say thank you, because I think that gratitude is part of what helps with the manifestation process. We are powerful manifestors we are yeah so again that was smart actually dave to mention don't say it in front of your phone you don't even need to say it out loud but adding a voice to it dave, yeah i like adding i love i love adding my voice to stuff i just really do yeah. it's how it i really work does well, it, yeah and people who don't get mediumship readings for me i talk out loud anyway because i love that energy back and forth you wonder so why Dave and I do a podcast because we obviously have no shortage of talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. One of us could be missing or pass out and the other one would just go blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, yeah, blah, just blah, keep blah. going. <laughs> no. So but how you is guys, the internet tonight? Oh, I got to no. ask you, not to cut you off, but how is the internet? Because the guy came and fixed it finally yesterday, guys. We had the wrong router. He promised me we have enough power to... Um, to apparently broadcast like 10 people streaming live. Uh, let's see what Jane said. That was for you, Dave. So go ahead. Oh, Dave Lear is a famous pilot. He died last May. I loved your response. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I heard this name. I didn't know the whole stuff behind him. And I heard that he's not the first person to say it. That's been around for, yes. there's like some spiritual teachers about like 20, 30 years ago who kept telling people not to go into the light. And then when they did the whole, that movie Poltergeist, remember when they told the little girl, don't go into the light, don't go into the light. Because if, according to the movie, if the little girl went into the light, she was never going to be able to come back that wouldn't have been true either anyway long story but yeah i i don't think the light the light doesn't have anything to do with reincarnation i think we should just i think we should just have the experience and just trust everything that happens i mean i really do trust what happens after here you know all you know if if you can believe just anything believe this one thing consciousness never never fizzles out you're never not going to be you so don't worry about that yeah, you're always I did going pull to be a card. Here. I'm going to put this out quickly and then we got to say goodbye, but you're going to say shortly. Well, anyway, so this was Justice from my new new book or new deck. Okay, a lot of light in it. Um, I was taking a quick peek on here. The one reason I do want to share it is very quickly, they were talking about, um, if you, and this is for anybody watching this, if this re message resonates with you quickly, they're talking about, you know, being in balance, like kind of like the scales, especially if you're a Libra, it doesn't say Libra, but it says some of the things that can help you if you're trying to figure things out, because it says some of the magical meanings, and I kind of agree with this, it's saying you're being treated unfairly, it's time to weigh up a situation, it's time to, what I'm feeling from spirit, actually, without looking at this, if this resonates with you, it's time to 
start looking at things, getting more grounded, getting life into balance. Either you're teetering one way or the other, you're unsatisfied with life, whatever it may be. I always say, if you want a compass, my favorite one is see, navigate towards what brings you joy. And they're talking yeah. about using red jasper and things like that with this. If there's anything you want to add quickly, Dave, otherwise we got about two minutes. So go ahead. If you want. That is absolutely perfect. I think you guys have, if whenever you're on here ahead of time or on here, uh, you can ask us questions during the show, whatever you want to ask. We are not cemented to any one topic. Uh, trust never. me. Yeah. We never, no, we do. decided because yeah. we know, right, Dave? Like we yeah. know, even when we're off air, this happens. We have these kind of conversations. So, and and if you have suggestions for us to watch something between shows and comment on it on our next show to give you our opinion, we're more than happy to do that. But if you do that, you got to remember: if we don't know about it, it's just going to be our opinion. Okay, but but we're interested to see all the weird stuff that's out there too. So let us know what's out there, and we'll to give it a watch and talk about it. Absolutely. So I want to thank everybody that was here tonight, all your great input questions. I want to thank you guys, because if you weren't here at the beginning, we found out in the staff meeting on last weekend, our second show did so well on Podbean, and that's because of you guys. So please be sure to share with everybody. Let them know there's something for everybody on this network. We have a new Roku channel uh, channel under RP, um, sorry, UPRN. Um, Dave, tell them where they can find you and stuff that I'll end it off with where they can find me. Okay, if you want to find me, you can follow me, uh, Medium David Hansel, or Spiritual Medium David Hansel on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or my Facebook group, The Spirit Experience. If you're interested in reading or knowing a little bit more about me, you can go to my website, theywhispertome.com. You can also write to me there, too, at david at theywhispertome.com. And that's his only site. As you see, we had quite yeah. a few people in here trying to scam readings. That's the only place you can get a yeah. hold of Dave. This happens to be on TikTok too. I never, ever, ever offer my services. I just tell you where to go and you pick it yourself. Yeah. And if you ever want to get a hold of me, first of all, you can see me on Monday night on the Angel Rock here from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the Angel Rock. Same thing. I do not solicit readings. I will tell you where to get a hold of me. Um, I have two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal and the Angel Rocker Tribe for a lot of the spiritual esoteric stuff we talked about. I want to thank you. All. I want to remind you, please tune in, tune in to the delicious recipe here on UPR in two hours from now which is 6 p.m to 8 p.m dave and i are going to be on there talking about our show i gotta read jane's comment this is the best show on the internet y'all are terrific see you at the dell thanks jane we uh, thank you it. jane we, we love, love you all and remember same place same time next week and i leave you with the question What's, at the what's under your your beds? Yeah. yeah. I almost said what's <laughs> under your bed. Yeah. Well, that too, you could tell us. <laughs> Only if it's, oh. it's related to the topic, though. <laughs> I don't I want to know about anything really bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Go to bed. Okay. Bye-bye.